Hello. Welcome to another episode of Sister Talk with the girl's sister. Tonight, I'm coming from you in my little sanctuary, uh, digging through my crates, and I happened to run across this Norm McConnell's album I hadn't seen in a minute. <laughs> I have a lot of albums. And um, this one is featuring um, Valentine's Love, Starship, Betcha by Golly Wild. It's a lot of different compositions of different artists that he had on his album. Um, I'm smoking on a little sativa that a friend of mine gave me on his trip from Oklahoma and drinking an old school concoction that I was drinking in the 90s. It's a Smirnoff vodka with um, some clear Canadian peach fizzy water. It's, it tastes good. It's like a, a refreshing tonic to me. Uh, disclaimer. I do not own the rights to any of the music that is being played on Sister Talk. These are my personal vinyl albums that uh, I happen to be playing and decided to jump on here and talk to you guys. Tonight, my little rant is crossing boundaries when telling people about their practices, especially in hoodoo. I was on TikTok and Instagram tonight, and I was running across a lot of the spiritualist papers. I follow a lot of them, because you can learn a lot from everybody. Um, I'm near 60. I'm 59 years old. I've been dealing in root work since I was nine. So for 50 years, I've been dealing in this. It doesn't make me expert. I happen to have been grateful that I met my great-grandmother. I knew her. She died when I was like about six. She was like 100, 110, 109, 110. She was born in slavery. She was born in 1860. When she was about four or five, by five, she came out of slavery. Okay? She'd been a practicer ever since she was a child. What I've learned, I learned from my grandmother, her daughter, my great-grandmother's daughter. She taught a lot because my great-grandmother, she still worked for the same people as like an indentured servant after slavery. The same, her same people, her, her captives. Or I ain't gonna say captives because they didn't capture. She was born in the United States. Her enslavers. She had to travel a lot with them, get to go wherever they went. She was like they made in a nanny. So she had to teach my grandmother the ways so my grandmother from protection and, and, and how to survive. Okay? In turn, my grandmother taught me. My mom, she was into, she was into hoodoo. My mom was into witchcraft. Yeah, she really was. She was into a whole different thing. My grandmother and my great-grandmother, they were hoodoo workers. They could heal people. They worked with the earth, 
with the ground. My grandmama could grow a garden. She used to grow a garden every year. And it was a lush garden. I mean, full of everything. You know, things as a child you, didn't, you took for granted until I knew what it was. And why it was a certain way I had to go pick it. Now, I say that to say this. I was taught a different way. White people came from all over to see my aunties, my great-grandmama. They came a lot because so her, 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 they shit was good. But right around the corner, we had Miss Aura Lee. Then we had down the street, Miss Sarah Lee. Then we had Miss Roberta right around the corner. They were all hoodoo workers. Each one of them worked differently. They worked differently from my folks. Some things was basically the same. You know, some of the, 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 the basic stuff, you know, basic dreams, basic interpretation, the basic uh, makeup tonics, they was basically the same. It might have been a little, a little prayer they said different. It might be a, a different um, belief system. But they're not saying that they were wrong. Not saying that Miss Orly was wrong, Miss Sarah Lee was wrong, Miss Roberta was wrong because they didn't follow my what I was taught. Get what I'm saying? I see a lot of people telling people do's and don'ts on hoodoo. First of all, how I was brought up into it, hoodoo is what the black slaves call because they call it working with earth. It wasn't a religion. Voodoo is a religion. They have rituals. Now, some hoodoo workers, maybe y'all fourth parents, ancestors had rituals. Mine didn't. It was like this. You, you, you was taught whether you pick up on it, whether you continue to use it, or whether um, you were blessed, blessed with the gifts that it, it can provide, that was on you. Now, that's an hour. It was no ritual. And if you had a gift, they kind of pushed you into it a little bit more. And that really was making a profit. If you could read, like me, I had a thing with dreams. Man, and my mom, like I said, my mom would do witchcraft. My mom would come to me for my dream. My grandma used to get people from the church. See, we was also Baptist. After church, it was like a quiet thing. They come back and I would tell people dreams. I had that gift. I don't have that gift anymore. It scared me so much because most of my dreams came true. And it, it, it was frightening. I kind of, I prayed it off. But I'm learning now to embrace gifts. Even if it feel like it scare you. It's for a reason. But I, I was reading something like I was saying earlier. I was looking at something on TikTok and I seen how... The comments on the one girl was doing her thing and they was telling her, well, that ain't the way you do it. You're not supposed to do this. No, no, no. Uh, that's not, that's the way you was trained. You can't say what works for this person is wrong. It's just like Christianity. A lot of people leave Christianity to go to spirituality, to find their way. But you're doing just what the Christians doing. The Christians want to tell you how to be a Christian. How You're doing the same thing by telling another practice, practitioner of hoodoo how to be a hoodooist. How you gonna do that? It's like cooking. I see a lot of recipes on there that y'all make call homemade. My great grandmama and my grandma, my aunties, wanna dad use when they make their macaroni and cheese. 
but I can't say yours not tasty. I can't say yours don't work for you. I can't even say that your mama didn't teach you that. Something handed down. You can't go around judging people because you're not doing it the same. That's wrong. There was a young brother on TikTok and he was talking about it. He said he said the exact same thing I was saying. He said his region, where he's from, practice different from like Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana, and he's right. Now I have Louisiana Creole and me on my granddaddy's side, on my mama's father's side. My grandma is Geechee. Yeah, her folks come from the, the low islands off there near between South Carolina and Georgia. They come off those islands as slaves. The, the, the magic is magic. It's still energy, manipulating energy no matter where you are, but it's a different way you do it. The sweeping over the free. My grandmother always used to get, you would get a chair, a glass thrown, I was going to say a chair, you would get a glass thrown at you, a book or anything if you swept over her feet. She had to grab that broom and spit on it, because she said you send them to jail. And when I actually went to prison, the funny thing about it, all of us sisters that was around, we knew if you swept up, now they would tell you, they'll put their foot in front of you and say, sweep over my feet, because if you're in jail, you're going home. See, that's the way they was brought up, I have heard it too. But it wasn't, you know, prominent in my family to say that. But, hey, because the only thing is, don't sweep over foot, that was it. Other people might say it means you'll never get married with somebody sweep over your feet. Other people might say, oh, somebody in the family going to die. You know, but that was their upbringing. That's what they were taught in that Hoodoo community. Okay, people think about ancestors. A lot of people who do say, yeah, remember the ancestors. My, like I said, I seen my great-grandmama do it, who came out of slavery, and my grandmama. They never had, a, had an altar in their house. Matter of fact, my family, you to get your ass beat and, and, and thrown at the house putting one up in their house because you know what they based on theirs us off of the church that's why my great grandmama my great aunts my grandmama except for my mama we all raised in the church we went to the church on Sundays three times a day that was for Sunday school church BTU and if we had a program it was four times on Sundays Two times on a Wednesday and had to go on Saturday for uh, choir rehearsal and Friday nights for Urshaboard. So we stayed in the church. Putting the altar up is like to them saying you doing something, you you praising something over God. That, that was their way. I currently have altars, I have several altars in mind. Because I'm doing a different spirituality. I do hoodoo as my work if I need to. Heal if somebody needs something from me to be healed. If somebody need um, a, a prayer, cause I was taught, earth it was earth magic for us. 
Okay, but they did honor their ancestors. But this is how my folks did. They always had pictures of the dead up on the wall. You had your my had my great my great great grandmama a picture. Then we had my great grandmama picture. We had all kind of stuff on the wall, and you kept it dusted. We didn't pray to them. Sometimes you look, I catch my grandmama look up at them. But in the graveyard, they actually every holiday they went to the graveyard, the cemetery. They cleaned, they sang, they put beautiful flowers up on it. They, 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 if you had leaves or something, they moved all that. That was like an altar. Sometimes they would bring gifts. On Easter, my grandmama would bring a beautiful lily. Sometimes leave candy on there. Mother's Day, every Mother's Day, all the graves of the women that day, they had beautiful flowers. They put fl fake flowers or real flowers kept it swept that was like a living altar when I say a living altar because it's out there in nature they didn't do nothing in the house you ain't burn no candle in there unless the lights went off but they were hoodoo workers am I going to say they did everything wrong no because they, they were successful with theirs and they stuff worked Am I saying that the people who are doing this, putting altars are wrong? No, because that is how they were taught. In hoodoo, it was for, from my understanding, from my great-grandmama, it was for survival. They did it for survival. If you felt like, okay, when I was coming up, we came here from New York. You know, we, Montgomery, Alabama was really country. So we come from, and uh, I got stung by wasps. We couldn't go to a hospital. I mean, they had a hospital, but it was like a the deaf hospital at that time, and it was it was segregated, and it was um, the, the the white nurses were real nasty to you. The white doctors didn't really want to. Like you've gone to the vet, you know what I'm saying? So instead of going through all that, my folks healed us. When I got stung, my grandmama she took care of me. She took it all that out, you know everything, and brought my swelling down. I mean, I, I had I was going in convulsions and everything, but she knew how to break. She brought me up. When um, I got my ankle. Stuck in the spoke of a bicycle with my mom when I was about like five. And um, couldn't get my leg out. We didn't go to no hospital. When they bit that metal and got my leg up out of there. I, I can't remember what they did, but my grandma put something on the towel and put on that drew swelling out. We checked it wasn't broken. And I wrapped me up. Hell, I, I, was, I was okay. Go back outside. Hoodoo was a way of doing things and keeping your sanity, feeling like you have a strength, an inner strength, and it was a lot of praying. It was a lot of praying. And you had something to really concentrate and focus your energy on. When they give you those the little uh, nation bags, or they call them the hoodoo sacks, when they give you those little bags, 
I used to see my grandmama give women those sometime when they had problems with their men and they would hold it or they had somebody like the money was disappearing, had different bags and they would hold it. And see, at that time, all of them was using red cloth. It wasn't different cloths, colors. It was what they had. And hold it, or either a handkerchief. They just now see to put stuff in a handkerchief and the women put them in their bosom. And they, and they, they, if they think they mean what she's like, they'll, they'll say a prayer. They tell you that prayer constantly over and over again. It's putting all of your energy and directing it to whatever object they had you holding in your hand. And you was, I know he's going to be good. I, you know, he, you're putting positivity out. That's what that was for. But now everything is, you know, I see more hoodoo workers on there. You downing each other. You questioning each other. Instead of just taking the knowledge that they're giving you. And hey, you know what? I write a lot of it down. I get it. And I pause and I, I like it. And I, I, I write it down, some of the things. You're keeping it in, in a... Uh, I have vi uh, a lot of... Um, different ledgers and I make them like grimoires grimoires and I put them up I have about four or five of them that I've written up for my grandchildren and maybe their grandchildren you pass knowledge down you don't sit and knock a person down with your knowledge how come I tell somebody they wrong or what they mama tell them or what they grandmama told them and I can't even say that a person is wrong if they just looked it up on the internet and decide this is what they want to do. And they follow in there. I can't say because it might work for them. You know? It's important is what works for you. Unless you are trying to make a business out of this. Unless you, unless you honestly using your gift. Unless you, but if you scamming, hey, that's on you. I don't knock nobody, whatever they do. But if you really into this, yes, you must, before you can go out and start helping other people, you have to make sure that you have that gift to do that. That much, that, that much I do know. You have to make sure. I couldn't go out there and start reading people think because I thought I could read a dream. Because I might be telling the wrong thing, but I could see. I, if I dream something, it is going to happen. If I, it's going to happen. Some people said a three times a night. But usually if I dream something that night. It used to happen that two days from then. And that's why like I said. I prayed that off of me. Because it was getting too scared. It was almost like predicting. Which basically. Well it, yeah, it was almost like predicting. Except I was actually into another realm. Seeing this shit happening. Now I, I read poems. I'm a good, I've been, a, I've been there since I was locked up in prison. I've been there doing that for about 30 years. <laughs> and I don't read the future. I can read your past. If I've never met you, I can look at you and I can tell you from your hand things that you didn't tell nobody. And I damn sure don't know. That's a gift. But if I didn't have that gift, I think I can just go around because I read in a book and tell them something personal about themselves. No. I mean, I couldn't. I'm not that skilled like that. But if you are using it to make a living, please concentrate on your gift. Meditate, and it'll come to you what your gift is. Then you use your gift. That's the only note that I have to tell a hoodoo worker. 
anything else, whatever you learn. If you learn, they said, if, if you um want to see rain, you got to do three cartwheels and spin in a circle. Hey, if that's what you feel and that's what you believe in, so be it. But I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. And you shouldn't go around telling other people that they're wrong. Well, that was my little rant and not so much a rave for tonight. As always, I wish you love. I wish you peace. Please be safe out there. And I'm out.